At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. At the Window. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell. It is March 1st. Hey Happy Great. March Madness. I'm Ariel Edstein here at Studio 34. I'm so excited that we are finally at the month of March. February is always the toughest month of the sports calendar to get through. Jared Smith is at the Vandal Sportsbook joining me now. Jared, of course, already texts me and says, my futures bets are in. It's March. Happy March, Jared. <laughs> Thank you very much, Ariel. And, and, you know, the futures bets, they, they're in, but they're never, it's like fashion. It's never finished. I'm constantly rebalancing the portfolio. I did so this morning. We saw that Kansas move. I tweeted it out just before the show. Kansas from 7-1 seven, seven to 6-1 to one, uh, on FanDuel. So they're now fully established right now as the best team in college basketball, the odds-on favorite to win the title, uh, it, it, you know, and, and, and say whatever you will about Bill Self and, and, and you know, the, the, the choking of the Jayhawks uh, in big March games in the past. But they are now the team to beat uh, in college basketball. They will be the, the number one overall seed uh, when we do get to Selection Sunday. Two weeks from today, Ariel. Two weeks from today, Selection Sunday. Very exciting stuff. It was crazy, too, because you actually tweeted a few days ago that you were able to get Kansas at plus 110, and then they were at, like, minus 1,000. Like, was it 10 to 1? Like, what was it? Like, minus 1,000 or something yeah. that you were able to see it at? I don't know how much yeah. that is now. What did you say? 
No, it's it's not. You can't even bet those uh, number one seeds anymore, and and they might be down just because uh, you know some of the games have started, and they usually take those down while the games right. are being played. But uh, we 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 kind of made that made that observation last Saturday before Baylor played Kansas that Kansas was uh, plus one hundred five. Some of them were even uh, a, a pick 'em uh, money line against Baylor, but the the number one seed odds were plus one ten. So. If and, and we made the, the very accurate prediction that if Kansas wins that game, they will be the number one overall seed, the number one uh, seed in the NCAA tournament. It's basically a lock for them if they beat Baylor on the road. They did beat Baylor on the road, and immediately the line went from plus 110 to now minus 1,000, and, and, and Kansas uh, is a lock to be a one seed. I think Baylor will be a one seed as well. So will Gonzaga. I think it's the fourth one seed, which I know we're going to talk about later, uh, that's kind of up for grabs, and there's certainly some teams that are in that mix. We have Creighton and St. John's that are tipping off right now. 12 o'clock was tipped. So we're going to actually preview that game and talk about what to look for in-game. Because even though we have in-game live coming up from 2 to 4, we're pretty much in-game live here as well. We're going to go over all the games that happened last night, (laughs) major upsets. Just before we go to the update, Jared, what was the upset that stood out to you the most yesterday? Obviously, it was Baylor and TCU. Uh, you know, the Florida State-Clemson game was a bit unique. I think Clemson's been a little bit better at home this year than, than TCU. That's why uh, the Horn Frogs win was a little bit more surprising, and I think Baylor has a little bit better of a pedigree at this point than Florida State does. Uh, I'm not surprised that those teams went on the road and lost in conference play. It happens all the time in college basketball. I don't think those losses hurt uh, their their tournament chances at all. I think those are things that just happen over the course uh, of conference play, and the ACC and the Big 12 certainly uh, are good conferences in their own right. But I would say Baylor's loss because of what they were unable to do to stop TCU, who doesn't have a great offense, and Baylor's defense is really good. That was the more surprising result. We should have an update from the guys in the pit. Guys in the pit, do we have an update to give right now? Nope. All right, Jared, we're going to keep this segment going. Nope, maybe not. Yep, no update today. Okay, we're going to keep it going. So let's just keep talking about this Creighton-St. John's game, which is going on right now. So Creighton at minus five and a half. What line movement had you seen so far? I know that you've seen some kind of crazy line movements that might have been going in a direction that the public might not have thought would go in. Yeah, you know, I was a little bit surprised. Uh, The majority of the public, as they should be, uh, is on Creighton in this game. Uh, The Blue Jays have kind of been one of those it teams over the last few weeks. Uh, They're on a long winning streak. They have climbed the Big East standings. Uh, They will most likely be the number two seed uh, in two weeks uh, when we play the Big East tournament, or I guess in a week and a half now. It's going to be be really soon. Wow, it's crazy how. uh, It will be a fantastic tournament. But we did see the line move uh, towards St. John's. Uh, the Johnnies opened at five and a half. I saw that dip to four and a half at some spots this morning. It, it closed right around five. Uh, so we did see a little bit of contrarian movement there towards St. John's. I mean, the Johnnies are nine and two at Carnesecca Arena this year. That's been with Mustafa Heron. He won't play today. Uh, but LJ Figueroa has been really strong for the Johnnies this season. And I, I think, I mean, Creighton's in my futures portfolio. I, I, I think the Blue Jays are one of those teams that can make a run because of their offense. But this is a weird spot for them at noon. They, they haven't played well at the Garden of late. And I know this game is not at the Garden. Uh, it's in Queens. But I think there is something to be said about a team that just doesn't play well in this area and 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 we'll see if that continues today i am on the johnny's plus five and a half uh and i'm trying to get will it's on fox not on we don't have it Crane okay, also so they're nine the and one uh, in their but, last 10 and they've had three big road wins they've won against villanova Seton hall and marquette how much does that make you like the blue jays today 
Yeah, I mean, I think, I, I, again, I think the Blue Jays are, are a very strong team. I, I, I think Tyshawn Alexander is, is the biggest player of the year. Uh, and, and I think Creighton, uh, with a top 10 adjusted offense, can certainly be one of those teams likened to Auburn last season that just gets hot from three, that just figures out a way to score points in bunches over the course of a four, five, six game stretch and make it to the final four. I don't think they are deep enough defensively to win the national championship, but this is a Creighton team that I could see making a run to the final four. So I do love them in the futures market. In this particular matchup, laying six points on the road, early spot, New York City, an area they have not done well, I think it is a good contrarian spot for St. John's. Uh, we do see uh, the Johnnies out to an early 6-4 lead. I don't see any adjustment, uh, or at least too big of an adjustment, uh, on the live line just yet. But I am on St. John's plus 5.5 pregame. Uh, if things change throughout the course of the day, uh, obviously the live betting markets uh, are, are available to me here. But I, I, I do think the Johnnies, as a home dog, today uh, a good spot for them to cover the number against the Creighton team that's getting a lot of the action mm -hmm. and that certainly deserves the action but might not uh, might probably shouldn't be laying this many points on the road and I like it too because St. John's two losses on their Queens campus have only come by two points and they've only had two losses yes, on the Queens exactly. campus they're nine and two so it's not a bad spot I actually really like that pick because it is a lot of points yeah, no, I mean, and, and, and I think at this stage in the college basketball season, these teams that are set in terms of their playoff positioning, Creighton knows there will be no less than a four seed in the NCAA tournament, regardless of what happens this week and regardless of what happens next week at the Garden. They have done enough with their resume, like some of these other teams uh, that we've seen win and not cover over the last week. Dayton and San Diego State are two that come to mind right out of the gates that are established in their positioning. They have done enough over the course of their regular season to tell the committee, hey, we are worthy of our seed. We don't need to win out and, and, and blow teams out and get style points down the stretch. We just need to keep stringing together wins. And I think Creighton has that mentality right now. So six points is a lot to lay on the road. Uh, we'll see. Very early on in the game, uh, it's tied up at six right now. We'll see uh, if the Johnnies can continue to play well at home. Before we keep previewing what – well, actually recapping yesterday's games, what are things that someone should look for who's watching this Creighton-St. John's game that you would say go in-game and bet this one live? I, I wouldn't. I mean, I guess we'll see it when it happens. I think if, if Creighton's not shooting it well from three, that is their indication of whether or not they're going to have a good day. Uh, and they're 0 for 2 so far to start. So, I, I, you know, we'll, and, and to me, that's the indication. If, if they don't shoot it well from three, they're not going to cover a lot of numbers. Their defense isn't good enough uh, to sustain a lead unless they are just blowing the doors off of their opponent. Uh, they're one of the more unbalanced teams that I like to make a run in March. And there are uh, historical examples of teams like that, like, like, like Auburn that had a top five offense last year and their defense was somewhere in the 30s, you know, somewhere around 40. Creighton's at 50, so they're not quite as, as defensively sound as an Auburn team was last year, but their offense is just as good. So to me, that's the indication. So, so look at Creighton's three-point shooting numbers. Uh, see if they're struggling. Uh, Karnaseka Arena is a bit of a cozier uh, uh, gym than maybe Creighton's used to be playing in, especially out there in the Midwest uh, in Omaha. No, not as overwhelming as the Garden. And actually, my, my original handicap was that they had struggled at the Garden. Last year, they were only averaging 63.5 points in two games at Madison Square Garden. They lost to Creighton at the Garden, or they lost to St. John's at the Garden last year. And then they lost to Xavier in the first round of the Big East Tournament at the Garden, 63-61. So, so their really good offense had been held down uh, in, in, the, in those you know, different circumstances. Some teams just don't play well at the Garden, Ariel. Some teams play really well at the Garden. It, it is an interesting handicap 
that because of the mystique uh, of the Mecca. It makes sense. And it's going to be really fun to watch this Big East tournament at the Garden in a couple of weeks because I really think that it's a toss up between a bunch of teams. And from someone who graduated from Syracuse and heard all of the hype about Syracuse University in the Big East, <laughs> and it, it's really fun to watch history kind of repeat itself and this conference to pull itself out of the woodworks because it did face a downward spiral for a while. Yeah, no, and, and they'll get UConn back next year. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think they'll ever get Syracuse back because of the football scenario in the ACC. The ACC gives you such great As money. someone who grew up, yeah, well, they have their own network. The Big East does not, uh, and, and that is the difference, and that will continue to be the difference that drives uh, the landscape of college sports. Football rules all, and, and it's just because of the bottom line. I mean, you just can't compete, and and one of my favorite uh, documentaries about this is that is that uh, 30 for 30 uh, about Requiem the Requiem for, for the, the Big East and how it kind of split up. Yeah, it's it's one of the best. Uh, and 30 for 30 does a great job uh, with, with, with all of their documentaries. And, and I, I recommend anyone who's a sports uh, fan to watch a lot of them, especially that one, because it really does show uh, the rise and fall of, of what, what I considered the greatest conference, uh, college basketball conference of all time, and, and, and no one will ever convince me otherwise. I grew up as a Syracuse fan, Ariel. I don't know if you knew that. I didn't. Uh, I, my cousin, uh, my older cousin went to Syracuse, and he was kind of always my big brother because I'm the oldest of, of two siblings. So, uh, I, and, and, and he took me to a lot of Jets games growing up. That's why I'm a Jets fan. And he also took me to a lot of Syracuse games. So 2003 was my junior, either sophomore, Hello. junior year in high school uh, when Carmelo Anthony then won the title. Exactly. Uh, Craig Forth, Billy Edelin, Josh Pace. I can name the entire team. Uh, but, yeah, no, I was a big Syracuse fan growing up. So I, I miss the Big East. I miss those old days at the Garden. We are going to talk more about today's slate of games, and we're going to talk about yesterday's upsets and how the implications are going to play a factor in the odds market and for your pocket and for the sense of these teams as well because it's going to be an interesting march. Stay tuned. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash dunk to learn more. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279. Or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Welcome back to At The Window. It is March 1st. We are talking so much college basketball. There is NBA today, the XFL continuing into day two of the weekend. However, college basketball, the big story, especially after two big upsets yesterday for especially one team that, in my opinion, is in major contention for the national championship. Jared Baylor falls to TCU 75-72 yesterday. TCU covers at plus 12 and the over hits at 147. How much does this have implications on Baylor's futures? Because I know you're Mr. Futures over there at the FanDuel Sportsbook. <laughs> Mr. Futures. It's actually got a nice little ring to I it. I like Mr. it. Futures. Um, Smitty with I, the futures. I, I, I do. Smitty with the futures. Now you're going to get into that's Pharrell territory here. I, I, so I, I do. I mean, I, I think if there's anyone that's a master of the futures market that we work with, I definitely think it is me. And I think it, the reason Mr. is. Mr. Washington Nationals. I, Exactly. Exactly. And how about Kansas City Chiefs as well? True. Uh, I. I mean, I think. I. 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 I think in general, the reason that I feel like I. I can identify with that specific style of betting, is because I have a macro approach to this, and that is a perfect lead into what your question is about Baylor and TCU. If you are a backer of Baylor in the futures market, or you want to back Baylor in the futures market, you should not be afraid of a loss in the regular season, especially one like this. That's on the road in conference play against a team that was hungry, that you're going to get their you're going to get their best shot because they're not going to the tournament. You're a top seed. It's it's their Super Bowl basically. That was TCU. That was Jamie Dixon's Super Bowl yesterday and they won it. Congratulations to the Horn Frogs. But my point they say is thank you. You should Yes, exactly. You should welcome those types of things because it, in in any financial market, the goal is to buy low and sell high. And these teams you're crazy if you don't think they're, 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 they're bought and traded like stocks. They are. They're, there's an open market. We view them every day. And you might not see the upticks and downticks, but they happen on a daily basis, whether these teams win or lose. I've, had, I've seen situations where teams have lost and their, and their futures odds go down the next day because just of the exposure in the marketplace. So, uh, you know, you keep an eye kind of on where line Baylor's movement? lines go. No, nothing from Baylor yesterday. The one line movement we saw that I tweeted out uh, was Kansas and also Michigan State. And that, you know, we, we, we will talk about Michigan State later because I do have a lot to say about the Spartans. Uh, but, I, you know, I think it is surprising, or, or maybe not surprising, maybe it's intriguing to note that Baylor lost yesterday. Kansas won, close game, they didn't cover either. And it was Kansas that got the bump in the futures market, not Baylor going down. And I think that is more indicative of what we saw last night, which was people weren't running off of Baylor. They were running to Kansas. And, and that's, uh, you know, maybe, maybe a bit of a, you know, a left in, in the fork in the road when maybe you thought it was going to go right. So just keep those things in mind. Don't necessarily think that just because a team lost, their futures market value will plummet. It, it, and, and if they do, sometimes it's an overreaction and you might want to play on that team. So, you know, keep it, you know just, just be mindful of these things and don't only think about the last game. 
This is a broad market that we're trying to, you know, handicap here. And, and there's, there's little things that happen throughout the course of the season that will adjust it. But I don't think one loss to TCU on the road in conference play when Baylor had been absolutely lights out this season, with the exception of their big game against Kansas, uh, is going to affect their future's odds that significantly. Nor should it. I still think Baylor's a very good team that well, has a very legitimate chance to make the When it comes time for the Big 12 the tournament, how much then does that matchup, if we see a rematch between Kansas and Baylor, have implications on potentially a one seed in the tournament? Or do you think that they could both have a one or you think they could both be a one seed? That, to me, is the best question of all of this because what we're seeing in the marketplace, at least what we had seen up until yesterday, was that Baylor and Kansas were still priced the same to be a one seed at minus 1,000. And I think that's twofold. I think, A, those are the two best teams from top to bottom, what we've seen from the beginning of the season till now. But also, it is indicative of the Big 12 as a whole being a very powerful conference in the RPI. And that is where a lot of the seeding is based. The tournament committee does a good job in separating the teams in terms of, okay, they're an at-large team, they're not an at-large team. But the seedings are very much decided by regionality and also by what your rating is. So uh, I'm not surprised to see Baylor and Kansas continue to be priced uh, as major favorites to be one seeds. I think they both will be one seeds, even with this loss to TCU yesterday for the Bears. Because it is interesting to me. I thought that the loss to Kansas didn't really affect them too much, except it didn't make them the better team. It made Kansas the better team. Sure. I just didn't think that you know losing to each other really has major implications on their futures or their one seed implications. I think if anything, it's more about placement and where you're going to be regionalized. Yeah, no, I... I Totally agree. I mean, if, if you look at Baylor's schedule and it's it's one of the more fascinating schedules to break down because of the early loss to Washington, who has not been uh, a very good team this season. So, you know, early on in the year, people thought Washington might be one of the best teams in the Pac-12, if not the best team in the Pac-12. Well, they're 13 and 16 this year. They have really struggled. They've got an elite level defense, but they have really struggled to score the basketball this season. And the Pac-12, I think, is being undervalued a bit. So some of these other teams in the Pac-12, they had a, I want to say, like a 10-game losing streak Washington did uh, midway through the conference season. Uh, and, and they have continued to struggle. They lost their Apple Cup rivalry game against Washington State the other night. So Washington's the only other team besides Kansas and TCU to beat Baylor this season. Granted, that was way back uh, in, in basically the first week of the regular season. So it's almost even hard to compare the two losses now and then because of you know you're a totally different team in November uh, than you are in March now for Baylor's schedule on the back half what we've seen is absolute domination on the defensive end that's something we did not see yesterday against TCU I was very very surprised uh, to see TCU continue to score and score 75 points against Baylor uh, they haven't given up 70 points in I can't even find one on their on their calendar. They haven't given up 75 points since November 24th against Villanova. Yep. I mean, this is a team in Baylor that has really held their opponents to under their averages this season. They didn't do that yesterday against TCU. That's why they lost. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to watch the Big 12, but another tournament that's interesting is the ACC because the ACC is usually the tournament where we say, okay, Duke, Carolina, and Virginia, and Florida State even sometimes are fighting for that one seed out of the ACC. Who's it going to be? This year, it's more about, is someone going to come out of the ACC that might have been on the bubble like Virginia? It's going to be interesting, and yesterday we saw Florida State lose to Clemson by 1.70 to 69, so Clemson covers at plus four and a half and the over catches at 139 i'm looking though at just the final score clemson beats florida state who's potentially a two seed in the tournament 
How impressed were you with Clemson being able to come out and beat Florida State? We've seen Clemson already this year. They were able to beat UNC for the first time in Chapel Hill. Now they're beating Florida State. Is Clemson a contender at all for hurting someone's chances in the ACC tournament? Or are you just thinking Florida State's not as strong as we could have thought they could have been? Again, I, I'm not too concerned with what happened uh, against against Clemson for Florida State, and and I and I, I caution betters to take this last week and really, you know, digest it with you know the best teams in the country going up against some of the bottom feeders in their conference season, especially if they're at home. So a team like Clemson that has no chance to make the tournament, uh, the ACC has had a really down year. I I I don't. I just I'm, look I'm not at Clemson like as they've, I've looked at Clemson as if like in the ACC tournament they could really hurt someone's chances. I mean, between Duke and Florida State losing their two games yesterday, you're looking at a team that could potentially be fluctuating between a two and a three seed in the NCAA tournament if they were to lose early to Clemson in the second round. I, I mean, I, I again, I, I just I, I, I caution betters to worry too much about what happens with these big teams early on in the conference yeah. tournaments and the last week of the regular season. There's some big numbers out there, and and just keep in mind that a team like Florida State is not going to get impact. You know, to like to them, they're not like, oh no, if we're not going to be a two seed, we're going to be a three seed instead. I just don't think that impacts the games themselves. Florida State's trying to get through this last week healthy mm-hmm. because they're the one of the deepest teams in the country. So it doesn't and, worry you at all that Florida State lost. T- not at all. Absolutely not. It was a one-point game in, in, on, on a, in, a road, in a road atmosphere, in a tough atmosphere, in a conference game. And there was a little some, some, some funny business at the end uh, with Florida State. I just, I, I, and, and, and same goes for Duke. I mean, I, you know, Duke has really struggled too, but I'm, I'm just, and, and credit to Virginia for you know, playing a really great game yesterday, especially defensively, especially in the second half. And we nailed the under in that game during in-game live because I knew that Duke was going to really be the defensive uh, uh, staple in that game after giving up 110 to Wake the other day. But Virginia also is a very good defensive team. I, just for these, for these really good teams, the top 25 teams in the last week of the regular season, your goal is to stay healthy. The conference tournament's a little different, and we'll handicap that when we get there. But there's one week left in the regular season for all these teams. Two, maybe three games left max. The goal is let's make sure that the same healthy team we have today is playing in the conference tournament. Creighton, Florida State, Baylor, these are teams with national title hopes. You know, this week is not, you're not going to win the national title this week. You're not going to lose it this week either. So just get through the game. From Virginia and then being able to beat Duke yesterday. Can you see Virginia going into the ACC tournament with all the experience that they have and their head coach has and the the winning nature of that um, program? Can you see Virginia being a contender for the ACC title? Absolutely. I I think I think if this is a year where a team like Virginia can win six in a row with no offense, continue to play well defensively, they're the national champs. They are the reigning national champs. So until somebody Feels knocks like so them out in a one-and-done scenario, I, I know it does, but, you know, you, you, you've got to, you know, this is a team, and this is a team that got bounced from the ACC tournament early last year. Yep. They lost in the second round to Florida State. So, you know, and then they went on to win the national title. Everyone was selling on Virginia after that loss. Everyone thought Virginia was done. Then they went six straight games. So I, I just don't like to fade teams that have done it before. 
And that leads me into a point against Michigan State that we'll get to later that I think is very important to make. I, I think Virginia definitely is a play-on team in the ACC tournament. We've seen the ACC really struggle this year. Florida State, Duke, Louisville, they've been very inconsistent. They've, been, they've looked great at times. Those three teams at their best have looked way better than Virginia. But are we going to get their best in the conference tournament, in the NCAA tournament? It's a little inconsistent. Virginia, I know what we're getting every game. They're going to they're gonna lock you down defensively. It's going to be interesting because the ACC tournament is definitely one of those tournaments where the top contenders don't seem to really care because their fate seems to be set at that point. We're going to talk about Jared's yes. favorite conference, though. Coming up next, I have some beef with the Spartans. Stay tuned. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com podcast. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Welcome back to At the Window. I'm Ariel Epstein. Jared Smith is at the FanDuel Sportsbook. We just talked about the Big East and how it's making a comeback. We spoke about the ACC. We talked about Baylor TCU and that upset with TCU upsetting Baylor yesterday. A bunch of upsets in the ACC as well with Duke losing and Florida State losing. That's a small recap. However, we have the Big Ten to get to as well. So last night, Michigan State picks up a big win beating Maryland. They really beat them up in College Park. How much did that make you like the Spartans more, Jared? I'm obsessed with the Spartans. <laughs> I am absolutely obsessed with Michigan State right now. I was running. I literally, I, I thank, thank goodness I have people that I, I'm friendly with that live in New Jersey that I trust to log in and make bets for me uh, when I'm in New York City because Cassius Winston is, in my opinion, when operating at full potential, the best player in the country. 
I, I don't see anyone control the game like he does. I think Peyton Pritchard does that in Oregon a little bit, but he isn't as athletic and as dynamic as Cassius Winston is. I think Winston is going to be an elite-level pro. I think he can do it all. And I love him and Xavier Tillman, by the way. It's a package deal with the two of them. Uh, the two of them together, like Dotson and Azabuki for Kansas, can control a game for Michigan State. And what I like about Kansas is the same as what I like about Michigan State. Role players that can shoot the three. Kansas has them. Michigan State has them. Kansas has the elite guard in Dotson. Michigan State has the elite guard in Winston. Kansas has the elite big in Azabuki. Michigan State has the elite big in Tillman. They are mirror images of each other. And I think if the bracket works out properly, it will be Kansas and Michigan State in the NCAA championship game uh, in the wow. first weekend, the first Monday of April. Wow. Yeah, I know. So I was telling you this, Jared, because every single year I take Michigan State to go to the Final Four. Michigan State loses. <laughs> I did not take them to go to the Final Four last year because I was absolutely sick and of them. And they go to the Final and Four. And they go to the Final Four. <laughs> I'm a little nervous to call them a Final Four team, but it seems that you're very confident that Tom Izzo and his Spartans are getting there again. Oh, I and guys in the pit, you can record this one for the for the promo. Michigan State, with what they've done this season, is probably the best value you will ever get on a team with their level talent to win the national title at this stage on March 1st. They were 27-1 to last night to win the title. To put that in perspective. They're 25-1 the to one right started, now. The line moved down last night, as you would expect, after a big road win at Maryland. And that is the other movement that we saw in the futures market last night that I did not tweet out. I was saving it for this segment because I knew we were going to talk about Michigan State. Uh, well, you know, I like to look out for our show sometimes. I don't put it all. I don't put all the free information out on Twitter. Sometimes I do. I, I am very generous with my information. Um, Michigan State, in my opinion, has the same level of talent as Kansas, Gonzaga, all these other teams that are priced to win the title. But they are sitting well, be- well beneath them because of that incredible losing streak. I mean, it was one of the most unique losing streaks. I want to say they lost six straight games at one point during the regular season. I, I want to confirm that. No, it was, only, it was only three and four out of five. You, you usually do not see that uh, from a Michigan State team right. during the regular season. So they lost in, in the middle of the season. They were basically a 500 team in the Big Ten. And then they went on a nice little run. They've won three in a row, four or five. And they're, I think, four, either four or five games over 500 in the Big Ten right now. Uh, and, and they, I think, will not win the Big Ten. But I think if they, they'll be the two seed, maybe they'll overtake Maryland. Uh, I, I'm not sure what Maryland's schedule is down the stretch. But that doesn't matter. What matters is Michigan State is playing their best basketball of the season right now. They are peaking at the right time. And what Cassius Winston showed me last night was that he can take over a game. At any point, he can take over a game. And what I mean by that is not only scoring the basketball, but setting up his opponents or, or setting up his teammates. And what, what Cassius Winston has that Peyton Pritchard also has, this incredible feel for the game. When his teammates are feeling the hot hand, he knows it's time to dish. When his teammates are struggling a bit, that's when he becomes more aggressive and takes the ball to the basket, gets to the basket, gets to the free throw line, or is able to knock down shots. He just has an incredible feel for the game. 
And that, to me, is what is so important in March, to be able to know, dictate tempo, this is the time for me to take over, this is the time to let my teammates who are playing well take over, and that's why Michigan State, I think, is an elite team, a Final Four caliber team. See, I actually like Michigan State more than I like Maryland. I don't think Maryland's going to go far in this tournament, yet if I'm looking at the odds, Maryland's at 17-1, to 1, and like we mentioned, Michigan State's at 25-1 to 1 to win the national championship. How much does this make you dislike Maryland more in a loss to Michigan State at home? I really don't see Maryland making it past the Sweet 16. I really think Maryland is is a very unique team this season because of what they've been able to do late in games. And I think that gives them a bit of an extra push uh, than I normally would give a team with their personnel and with their pedigree. This isn't a Maryland team that has had a lot of success uh, in March. This is a Maryland team that has a lot of talent, though. And that's why if they continue to be consistent, they can win some games in the tournament. I just don't know if they have the ability to string it together for 40 minutes. What I've seen right. from Maryland a lot this half. year is 20, 20 great exactly twenty great minutes and 20 poor minutes. In March, that will get you bounced. You will not overcome that in a tournament game against a quality opponent. We've seen them have some late comebacks against Minnesota the other night. That was a crazy one. We saw them come back against Indiana very late. But what do those teams have in common, Ariel? Those are not quality opponents. Exactly. If you face a Kansas or a Michigan State or a Kentucky and you play 20 really poor minutes, you're down 20. The game's over. So I, I, like, that's the issue I have with Maryland. Can they string it together for 40 minutes? If they can, they're as talented as any of these other teams we're talking about. But what I haven't seen from Maryland over the last month, which is the meat of the Big Ten schedule, and the Big Ten schedule is a proving ground for how to win games in the tournament. It is deep. It is big. It is physical. It is talented. And it is really hard to win on the road. And that's what we've seen from Maryland is they just don't string 40 minutes together. The home teams in the Big Ten have been dominant this season, and I don't have the updated stats since yesterday, but I do know majority of the hometown teams of the home teams have won these games. I look at it. Maryland lost on the road at Penn State. They beat Ohio State at home and then lost to Ohio State on the road. They lost at Wisconsin, at Iowa. These road losses are really big, and the only thing that's funny is that they actually won at Michigan State, and then Michigan State won in Maryland. Yeah. The Big Ten tournament, to me, is going to be super interesting because you're on a neutral court, and we're going to see that there's no home court advantage anymore for these Big Ten teams, which is where they've all been thriving all season. Right now, if you had to pick, are you going Michigan State to win the Big Ten tournament, or do you think that they don't care as much about these conference tournaments and someone like a Maryland might win or someone like a Michigan could come out on top and win? There's two teams that I like to win the Big Ten tournament. I will be betting both of these teams to win the Big Ten tournament once the odds are released. It is Michigan State. It is Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. I think if you look back over time, these are the two most consistent teams that have played in the Big Ten tournament. We've seen Ohio State and Michigan have some success, but I think this year it's Michigan State and Wisconsin that are peaking right now at the right time. The Badgers have won five straight. Greg Gard has been as consistent of a head coach as you will ever see at any level, and nobody talks about him. John Rothstein calls him the silent assassin. Literally nobody even, some people don't even know Greg Gard is the head coach at Wisconsin. I bet if you polled uh, 100 college basketball fans that considered themselves legit fans, they could not tell you who the head coach uh, of the Wisconsin Badgers was. I think Demetri Trice has been a very underrated guard for them. He's an upperclassman. What do we talk about in March? experienced, talented guards win you games. Cassius Winston, Demetri Trice, those are the two best guards in the Big Ten Conference right now. Iowa's a sleeper. Luka Garza can take over a game at any moment, any time. Iowa is a sleeper. In fact, Iowa to me is, a, is an NCAA what tournament sleeper State? as well because there's not a... 
I, I'm, I'm, I'm off our bandwagon. We can't score right now, Ariel. We're, I'm not done. I think we're going to win a game in the tournament. I hope we're going to win a game in the tournament. I don't think we can make a deep run. I, I, I just don't think Penn State consistently now is scoring the basketball at a level where they can control the game enough, and they're letting they're letting teams run on them. Luca Garza and Iowa absolutely uh, demolished Penn State's defense in the second half. Now, Garza's a really good player, and that's why I do want to get to Iowa at some point uh, in terms of a tournament team. I'll probably bet on some Iowa Sweet 16 props when the bracket is released, matchup dependent. Uh, I think Iowa is a team that can surprise some people. I think the Big Ten will get more teams than any other conference in the Sweet 16 when it's all said and done. All right, we have two minutes, and before we go into the NBA next segment, I want to ask you to, we're going to play a little game, and I want to test really your knowledge on the odds because we have about two minutes, and I'm going rapid fire down some games of some random teams that people wouldn't really look at. So I want you to guess the line. You have to let me look up the teams online first, though. I want you to guess the line. You have to give me at least a second to look up the Ken Palm. I know, but that's fine. But you have to let me at least give me – I have to at least look at some because some of these teams are really off the beaten path. So go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, so the first one is Florida International is taking on Charlotte in Charlotte today. The Charlotte 49ers. So that game's at 2 o'clock. The Charlotte 49ers have actually been better. Okay, so Charlotte's 15 and 11 this season. Uh, home against FIU has not been good. I'm going to say this is Charlotte minus three and a half. Charlotte minus five. Okay, I was okay, close. Okay, so a little close, close, one and a half. I was close. All right, Marist at Quinnipiac. We're going oh my with- goodness, you're going to get me with the Mac games. All right, Marist is one of the worst teams in college basketball this season. Their ranking is 308. They have one of the worst offenses in college basketball this season. They are definitely underdogs in this game. Quinnipiac okay. has been decent. Jack- but I, I think I think it's going to be Marist. No, it'll be Quinnipiac minus seven. Two off. Quinnipiac minus five. Okay. Next all one. Right. That's, not, that's not bad. No, not that's bad. For being blind, it's not bad at all. Our next one is yeah. Manhattan at Monmouth. Two o'clock oh, game. Oh, my goodness. Another Northeastern. You, you love these Northeastern games. Okay. Uh, Manhattan, another really bad offense, under 500 team. Monmouth, what does Monmouth deal this year? Monmouth is okay, but they're not a tournament team. The Mac's been a little down this year than usual. Um, Monmouth is at home. They're definitely favored. Manhattan's the worst team, so it's at least six. Let's say, let's say Monmouth minus seven. Minus five and a half. But you're getting the favorites right, so that's good. Well, yeah, I have to do that. I mean, that, if I don't do that, I don't deserve to be sitting in this chair. Well, yeah, no, it's, I'm very impressed. All right, last one before we go to break. I'm going right. to give you uh, St. Louis at Rhode Island. Oh, an 8-10 game. This is actually a good game. Um, so Rhode Island, I think, is definitely the better team. Let's say Rhode Island minus five and a half. Oh, my gosh, that was your closest one. It was minus six. But Jared did get all the favorites, right? So applaud, applaud. NBA talk next. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. It's like Saturday night. Welcome back to At the Window. I'm Ariel Epstein. Jared Smith is at the Vandal Sportsbook where he's hoping to do some dancing because right now we are seeing St. John's up 42 to 34 over Creighton. And Jared took the Johnnies. Feeling good? Could be an outright dog winner there, Ariel. I feel good. I mean, listen... I'm, I, I'm getting hot. <laughs> I was two and zero in the NBA last it's night. Saturday night uh, fever going. The, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm getting hot right now, and I've been. Lo- I mean, we've been down this road over the last month. We've really, like, now that the Super Bowl is done, and and we've had a full month to really dive into hoops. You can tell there's a difference between capping ho- hoops during the NFL season, during football season, compared to February and beyond. There's just a different level of intensity because unlike the NFL. NBA and college basketball is every single day. So you really get into a rhythm. The NFL and college football can be a little disjointed sometimes. So uh, I, I feel good about my picks. Uh, I feel good about where I am in the futures market. And I, March, I'm really excited. It's going to be a really busy month. But, man, oh, man, Ariel, we've had a lot of fun, and we're winning some money. We've been a lot of winners uh, over the last few weeks on these uh, networks true. and these shows. Well, we were having some fun a little bit before with guessing the line. And I'm going to throw some more at you because you said that you wanted to keep guessing. You this. haven't hit any of these lines no, on the dot fun. yet, I but like you've this. come I know. Close. I want to hit one. I want to hit one. You've predicted the winners. So I'm going to give you a little bit of an easier one. We'll see if I hope you don't know this one yet, but Indiana's at Illinois at 2 o'clock. I, I did look at this earlier. It's I think it's Indiana minus 5.5, right? Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I was trying to give you a toss-up, yeah, no, 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 well, I, I looked. I, I looked at all. No, no, no. I, the the, the, the more the obscure 10. ones are, know fun, are more fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The more obscure ones are better. I want obscure ones. Give me the craziest game on the board. Ooh, craziest um, game on the board. Okay, Middle Tennessee State is at Rice at 3 o'clock. All right, Middle Tennessee State at Rice. Let's look up Middle Tennessee. So uh, really bad defense. Uh, ranked 312th in the country in defense this year. Uh, they've lost four of their last five. They're definitely going to lose at Rice, who's about 100 spots better than them in the polls. So I, 
it, I don't want to say it's a full 10. Let's go nine and a half. Let's go Rice minus nine and a half. Ooh, you really like them. No, it's Rice minus six and a half. You gave <laughs> All right, them a so lot that of wasn't credit. as good as, uh, as normal. <laughs> I did, get, I did give credit. Rice too much credit there. I'm going to buy you a Rice jersey now. I gave Rice now. way too much credit. Western yeah, Kentucky. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Western Kentucky is at North Texas at two o'clock. All right, Western Kentucky has actually been a really good team in Conference USA this season. Uh, North Texas has also been very good. Uh, so this is going to be a fun game, exciting game. Both teams have 19 wins. West, uh, North Texas has won five of the last six. Uh, they're the home team. They're favored. Let's say, let's say North Texas minus six and a half. You got it right on the money. Jared Woo! Smith hits one. He gets the line. We are one for, I think, like eight. But you guess you've had all the favorites so far. You have not been wrong on a favorite yet. That's to me. That's the most important thing. And the numbers could fluctuate too. So I'm looking at like right. projections. Just because a like team's home doesn't mean they're like... favorites. That's true. You're right. Um. Sure. All right. Another obscure. All I'm just all one. looking at records and projections. That's it. All right. Go ahead. Another obscure one. Let's give you. Oh, there's not really any more obscure ones. Um. Southern Miss at UTEP. A good. I feel like the Conference USA. We haven't talked about Conference USA not much. That much. So Southern Myth is Southern Myth, Myth and UTEP Southern are bad. Myth. Like you're not going to hear Myth, Myth, Myth. You're not going to hear about any of these teams in March uh, past the conference tournament. Um, obviously, uh, UTEP as the home team will be favored because they're the better team in the rankings. So we're going to say we're going to say it looks like a five to seven point margin. So we'll split the difference. We'll say we'll say Southern Miss. Um, no, UTEP minus six. UTEP minus six. So close. You just have to add the hook. Six and a half. Okay. Minus good. six and a half. That's really good. close, though. Wow. This is really impressive. Um, okay, UAB <laughs> is at Texas San Antonio at three o'clock. Okay. Um, UTSA. Oh, this is a really close game in terms of Steve the numbers. Jared can guess so... this one. <laughs> this is a really John close Sheeran one. So I'm going to tell John Sheeran of to hire you. No, I mean, it's not hard because you just have to look at the – Ken Palm does a good job with giving you, like, what the projected score will be, and then you have to adjust it based on your handicap of those teams. So usually I, I tweak it a couple of points in either direction depending on where I feel. Um, I, definitely think, I definitely think San Antonio will be favored in this game at home because I don't think – UTSA is a slightly better team in the – UAB is a slightly better team in the rankings, but not enough to overcome a home court advantage. So we're going to keep it really close. We're going to say UTSA minus two and a half. Again, so close. You're off by a hook. Nice. So it is right, Texas San Antonio nice. minus three. Boom. Good. One thing that's standing really out to I me. Very, I'm very, very no, I'm, confident about this. This is like fantastic. <laughs> I'm very impressed with this. And I think that our MSG segments on the MSG network have to transition now from, hey, Jared, what do you think of this Would line? To line? Jared, what is this line? And all that's all I have to well, do. Well, the problem is we have, we have, we have to, pre- NBA is a little different because there's so much more public uh, movement in the NBA. I, I actually, I don't know. I think there's, there's movement in college hoops too. NBA would be harder, I think. I don't think I'd be as good as the NBA. College, these projections are spot on. Ken Palm's projections are very close to what the Vegas lines usually are. Do you think that so you, you know just the have NBA lines? I can test you on those sauce. right now. Did you look? Test me on the NBA. I have no, I have not looked at much NBA today. I haven't. Other Perfect. than the Pelicans game. I, I know the Pelicans line. I know the Pelicans okay, line. Okay, so I'm not asking you. Yeah, because that one was really strange. We'll talk about that. Um, I was actually very thrown off okay. by how, like, how okay. little points um the Lakers were laying so very interesting there but 
The first game of the day is at 1:10, so in about 20 minutes, the Bucks are at the Hornets. Yeah, the Bucks are going to be favored, but Middleton's out. I'm going to say Bucks minus seven and a half. Maybe mm. no, no, no. Eight. Let's go nine and a half. Nine and a half. Nine and a half. I think they're a little higher because Charlotte's been bad. Even higher than that. Ten and a half. Eleven and a half. Twelve and a half. Oh my goodness. Thirteen and a half. Thirteen. Thirteen. Holy moly. The Hornets so are getting 13 points. points. Wow, that's, that's a lot of points. Do you that's like the Hornets? Considering the Hornets. No, but I, I can't bet the Hornets, but that's a lot of points. I wouldn't lay the Bucks. I wouldn't lay the 14 with the Bucks, but I, I can't bet the Hornets. The Hornets have been awful. That's insane. That's so many. Oh. And we're actually seeing there's no a Malik few of Monk those. Either. We're seeing a few of those. And, and Middleton's out. I could see Giannis. I could see Giannis only playing like 25 minutes in that game. the The Bucks play the Lakers next week, so, so I could see Giannis getting a bit of from, a reduced workload. So Giannis win. I mean, Giannis point totals at 30 and a half. Would you stay away then because you that. think that he'd be out? Yeah, because he's not exactly, exactly. Really yeah, I wouldn't bet that. Okay, so the that. next game, the Dallas Mavericks are at the Minnesota Timberwolves at 3:40 today, Eastern Time. Dallas definitely will be favored. Let's say. Th- Dallas minus four and a half. Ooh, that was really generous to Minnesota. No, they are, the Dallas Mavericks are favored at seven and a half on the road. Okay, so three points off. Not great, but not bad. See, the NBA's harder. The NBA's hard. harder. College basketball, college basketball, the lot, there's not as much opinion with the lines. The college basketball lines are strict. There's so many teams. The college basketball lines are strict solely on power rankings. So I can see the power rankings, and, and you have to have some kind of you know uh, information about a team before you can guess a line. So looking at the power rankings almost is like a cheat code for guessing the line. NBA is very different. The power rankings are what they are, but there's a lot more adjustments based on injuries and matchups and back-to-backs and this and that. So the NBA is a lot harder to get. It's really hard to project the NBA, especially this early in the day. I mean, fortunately, it's a Sunday, so we're going to see that those 1 o'clock and 3 o'clock games. However, during the week, yeah. it's very frustrating because these some of the times, like yesterday, we didn't know if LeBron, LeBron James was playing until within, what, an hour exactly. or two of the game? And the only thing exactly. that gave us any indication of LeBron James playing was that we saw the line move from the Lakers minus 8 to the Lakers yeah. minus 9. We thought and that's why LeBron guessing the line is pointless because we guess the, yeah because we could guess the line right now at one o'clock for an eight o'clock game and then LeBron gets announced that he gets played and then the line moves three points so yeah. you know the NBA actually it's it's actually funny of all the sports to handicap on a daily basis I actually think the NBA is the hardest because so, it's every day and because yeah. there is so much dependent on who you played last who you're playing next and what the back to back load management who's playing who's not the NBA lines there's so much variance so with that being said. A team that's been struggling with injuries, the Philadelphia 76ers. They're without Ben Simmons. They are without Joel Embiid. Now they're on the road at the Los Angeles Clippers. What's the line? Oh, man. Big. Nine and a half. Clippers minus nine and a half. It's even more. Wow. Twelve and a half? Insane. You're one off. It's at 13 and a half. So the Sixers are getting 13 and a half points in L.A. today against the Clippers because of the loss of Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. Crazy. That's crazy. Absolutely crazy. What do you think this line yeah, would have been I, I if those two I were playing? I can't lay that. Four or five. Right. Probably. That's incredible. Maybe six. When I saw I that, three it points was... points for each guy, maybe. It's one of those things where you look at it 
and your your mind doesn't really process it because you're seeing the Philadelphia 76ers are getting 13 and a half points in a game. And then I, I, I hate to say it. I, I kind of like that's a contrarian spot for Philly. Unlike but remember, they unlike, have one of the worst uh, records on the road this season. They're nine and twenty. I know. I, I know. If the same know, record you know as the Knicks on the road before the Knicks lost in Philly. Unlike this is uh, and, and that's fine. They don't have to win the game. Thirteen and a half. They can lose by 13 and still cover. Uh, I. I'm not as concerned with them winning the game. What what concerns me on the other side, if you're if you're laying on the Clippers, is the Clippers have a really tough schedule coming up. So you know they play the Lakers, I think next week. So I I, I just I can't see them just blowing the doors off of this game, um, and they haven't been blowing the doors off of a lot of teams lately. Their their win in Denver kind of uh, aside from that. Uh, actually, you know what? They actually have been playing really well the last. Maybe I will get to the window on the Clippers today, man. Philly, you if Philly gets down early, they might just quit in that game. I don't know. I gotta look into. I, I need to look into what what George and Kawhi did against Denver. If they, I, I think George didn't really play that much, but I think uh, Kawhi actually had a really. I don't know. I, I, I let me get back to you on that. But thirteen and a half—that's a big number. That's a big number. It is a huge number. We're going to talk about some more NBA games. Jared's been guessing these lines. He's done really well in college. NBA, he's done okay, except that there's been some injuries and there's some weird lines in the NBA today. We're going to talk more about it coming up at the top of the next hour. Ariel Epstein, Jared Smith here on At the Window. Stay tuned. We have a whole another hour left coming up next on Sports Grid. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 